drums, bringing extreme discussions from the world's top drummers to your ear holes. This episode is brought to you by Los Cabos Drumsticks, Canada's number one choice for drumsticks. They provide the wood you need to make the beats you deserve. Los Cabos Drumsticks. Now with your host, Corey Hoffing. Welcome to another episode of We're Talking Drums. This is episode 40, the big 4-0. That's right, we've done 40 episodes of this podcast and we are not slowing down. If you are enjoying this podcast, if this is your first time listening, then please check out all our previous episodes and share these episodes with your friends. I'm sure that if you're getting something out of it, if you're enjoying our conversations, then your friends will as well. So share on social media, tag us in these posts on Instagram at We're Talking Drums, and you can find us on Facebook backslash We're Talking Drums. If you're listening on Spotify, then give us a follow. And if you are on Apple Podcasts, then please give us a review. It truly helps the podcast grow and allows other people to find us. So we greatly, greatly appreciate it. Today on the show, I sat down with Devin Attard from Hollow Front. Devin is a super amazing dude. It was an absolute pleasure to talk to him. He is so young in his career, but has experience and built so much already, including a Instagram following of over 27,000 followers. He also endorses SJC Drums, Vic Firth, Drumsticks, Pisces Cymbals, among many, many other companies. This guy is absolutely crushing it. And if you don't know him or haven't seen him play drums before, then I highly, highly suggest checking him out. All right. So this episode, we go over tons of stuff, tons of life stuff. Like it was just like amazing to sit down and talk to this guy. I hope you really enjoy it. This is my conversation with Devin Attard. Devin Attard, how you doing today, man? I'm good, brother. I'm I'm grateful to be here. I'm stoked to chat with you. Uh, especially, I'm, I'm I'm grateful that I'm able to to have the time to be able to just chill and talk drums and in business. You know what I'm saying? That's right, man. That's half half of what uh, we do these days is business. It's not even drums. You know, <laughs> you got to have your business game tight in this day and age. You know, I'm telling you. Or else you're gonna fall short, man. All those, all these uh, kids growing up these days—they got the technology and their business games on fire. Like us old guys. Well, like you, you you're one of the, <laughs> the the young guys <laughs> there, man. Dude, honestly though, I am. Um, we've we've had a lot of of younger or older drummers uh, come on the podcast, and and like around my age, I'm 33. So I really thought you were. Hey, dude. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. I'm feeling pretty good these days, but you know, that's that's good to know at least, man. I'm feeling mentally I'm feeling 33. I'll tell you that much, man. <laughs> it's, it's getting bad, man. When I and I was like watching some of your videos and I was like, fuck, man, you're what, 22? Uh 21. 21. Okay. Fuck. 
even worse than <laughs> fuck, and you're just like shredding it up it, it took me back man it took me back to uh when i was in my early 20s and i had that kind of energy ah uh, like the energy Dang. that you bring to the kit man is just like unreal like that was the that was the first thing when i when i started seeing your videos pop up here and there i was like holy fuck man like just just the raw the raw energy that you bring uh into that environment and dude it's hard i've done many video shoots and 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 done my own videos drumming and stuff it's hard to get that kind of like energy that's a, that's the only word i can think of man uh to to put forth man and congrats you you're you're crushing it on that front man and skill wise is just like unreal uh that means a lot yeah we'll we'll get into some of those videos because when i was doing some digging around there's uh there's some shit to get into man and we can get into it. I, I like it. I think it's a great conversation. And even uh, before we chatted about coming on, uh, I had this conversation with a, with a buddy of mine. Um, but we'll get into that uh, in a All bit. Right. All right. I, I, I got some good. shit right. there, man. So Sounds good. For, for those of uh, our listeners who don't know you, man, um, Tell us a little bit about yourself, like how long you've been playing, uh, where you're located, all that type of jazz, man. Just a brief cool, overview. Yeah. Sounds good. So uh, I am a 21-year-old drummer from Detroit, Michigan. Well, not necessarily in Detroit. I'm in like the metro Detroit area. Like a lot of Michiganders don't know like the cities. <laughs> so I just <laughs> I just tell everybody I'm, I'm from the metro Detroit area. Um, but I've been drumming since I was about like one, like one and a half, two years old. I got my first drum set for my dad, uh, my mom and my dad when I was, it was the Christmas before my second birthday and my birthday's on Valentine's day. So I got that kit right before my second birthday and I just hopped behind it, started playing a two, four beat. And my dad was just like, my dad was just losing it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so from there on, dude, like my whole life has just been drumming. Like a lot of a lot of kids played Pokemon. A lot of kids <laughs> love Star Trek and Star Wars, and they love playing sports and doing all that stuff. And I played drums. <laughs> That's literally. All, all I did growing up was play drums. And so, uh, yeah, man, that's... That's sick, that's, dude. I was definitely uh, a sports guy. Um, I I was big into hockey, and I played sports. Win I had winter sports. I had summer sports. I played soccer. I played everything. It was sports all the time. Uh, and then I found music. And all that went in the shitter. Uh, and I was like, man, I want to be playing hockey on a Saturday night. I want to be drinking with my friends, <laughs> you know, like shows. <laughs> and, you know, and then I started playing music and it was like, yeah, I'm done. I'm done with sports, man. Like music like this is I actually give a shit about this. Like sports, yeah. I couldn't couldn't care less of. I, I was done with that, man. But. Yeah, dude, that's uh, that's crazy. Like before, you were two years old, still fucking laying down a, a four 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 on the floor beat and just literally, dude. It, right? and, dude. And my, my my parents, which is which is like this is awesome on their part. They always took family videos growing up, 
So there's video of me, like little two-year-old me just walking downstairs, want to go play drums. Like if I wanted my cymbals moved, I'd ask my dad, be like, can you lift this up for me? I'd be like, lift it. And he would just like do his thing. <laughs> and, like, I, I swear, like I was just fascinated by everything metal and drumming from a very early age. And my dad would bring me in the studio when I was a baby. He would always, you know, bring me to shows, me and my older brother. And uh, my, my brother's the sports guy. Ah. He was, he's the athlete. I'm the musician. Nice. And uh, yeah, yeah, man. So yeah, man, like, I don't know. Music has always been my number one passion, especially as I grew up and I got older. Like there was, there were points where I was like, oh, I could go to college and, you know, go for like studio engineering or and I was like, OK, or I could go for like music therapy and like help people because I love helping people. It's something, you know, I'm, I'm very big on. Um, but then I was like, mm, you know, I think I can just I think I can just play drums. <laughs> I think I can, if I work hard enough, I can brand myself and I can actually do it. So that's so so that's what I decided to do. You know, and no, no college, not nothing like that. Just just grinding. <laughs> Shit, dude, and you're doing it, man. Like, uh, you you are a, a growing brand at this point, man. Uh, with uh, over twenty seven thousand followers on Instagram, man. That's that's fucking impressive. I've been trying to grow my Instagram for about like, what? Well, when did Instagram come out? Since Instagram came out, I've like been trying 20, to twenty twelve. <laughs> yeah, probably because I that's around the time I started touring, so I would have hopped on that, and I was like, man, I'm it, it's getting hard to get to two thousand here. So anybody listening, hit me up, uh, Corey H. Trummer on Instagram. <laughs> Follow me. I, I need more followers, man. I need the validation. Well, you know, especially like the uh, algorithm with Instagram and everything is really weird. And I didn't have anybody to like tell me like, Hey, do this or like set this up this way. Or like, don't, don't do this. Cause it's not going to work. Like that's going to lower your reach. Like those were the, that was the trial and error process that I had to go through, um, to learn, you know what yeah. I mean? Cause I didn't, I, I didn't have anybody that was like doing that, like what I was doing that I could like have as a role model. Mm -hmm. So for me, like I give, I give social media lessons, right? I give drum lessons, I I want to I want to be the person that I I never had in this in this day and age. I mean, like, mind you, my dad growing up taught me the basics on drums, got me started with everything. But nobody within my life is is into marketing, is into branding, is into you know what I'm saying? Like what what I do or what I strived to do. So it would do. It was just a matter of just a lot of time and practice and repetition. Now, I mean, that goes with anything, you know what I'm saying? Like if you put the time and practice into it, like you'll, you'll get the results at some point. You just got to keep hammering that shit and drill it into people's heads. Like, hi, I'm here. Like you can keep ignoring me, but eventually you're going to hit that like button, <laughs> yeah. you know? Oh, dude, exactly. And like, honestly, people's hardest thing is like, they do so much, do so much and they don't see a result right away. So they give up. But yeah. I'm I'm trying to keep this mentality because I've done that several times with different uh, different avenues that I've tried to take. And then I'm like, ah, this isn't working. All right, let's pivot. Let's try this. And then it doesn't work immediately. It's like, all right, pivot, try this. And I keep doing it rather than actually sticking it through. And one of those things is actually this podcast too because 
honestly, like me and Derek started this just because we like talking drums with each other. We never had the intentions of even bringing on guests at the at the beginning. Like it was like, yeah. oh, it, we'll just record our 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 conversations and put it up for people to hear. Like maybe they'll enjoy it. Maybe they won't. It doesn't matter. It gives us something to do during these like quarantine times, right? Yeah, 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 hundred percent. Then it just started growing into into something like completely bigger. It was like, okay, cool. You see a little bit of growth here, there, and then uh, now I'm just like, no, I got to see this through. Like, I gotta, I gotta keep on this, and and like, there's no end in sight of doing this. Like, this is, yeah. this is now my life. Because if I don't have that mentality, then I'm go- I'm going to give up, right? Unless yeah. I fully devote myself to it, right? So exactly, that's it, it's all about a mindset as well when it yeah. comes to being successful in in whatever you're passionate about, too, right? So yeah, man. Now that it, it becomes difficult as well because I know, like myself, I I struggle sometimes day to day with with depression and anxiety and those like standard oh. things, and, and those words get tossed around. Uh, a lot these days, but it is like a very real thing. Like even yes, today, I I I had so much to get done, and after about like three hours of being awake and like working and working, I just hit, hit a brick wall. And no matter what yeah, I man. did, I just couldn't get it going. And then I uh, I went for I went out, went for a walk, and on my way to the walk, is like motherfucker, you have a podcast to do in three hours. Get the, your fucking head out of your ass. Like, let's go. <laughs> no. So, yeah, I went on a nice walk. And, like, honestly, that's, like, my biggest thing these days uh, is, like, getting outside and trying to nice. enjoy nature as much as possible. I, I Super big, important, dude. Big advocate of, of exercising, and I, I try to go for runs every day. But uh, I was Good feeling for a little you, sore today. So I was like, I'm just going to okay. go for a walk, you know? There you go. So let's do something a little bit more casual to give your, bro- your, your body a break for the death metal drumming and all that you know what i'm saying yeah exactly a hundred percent a hundred percent yeah man it's especially one thing that i have like i had to i had to make making content and going to the studio a lifestyle it wasn't necessarily like you know what I mean? Like, oh, I like, I got like, I got this going on. I got to do this this week. It's like now, like every Thursday, every week, you go dish out the money, you go make the content, go drive an hour and a half there, do all the shit, tear all your shit down, hour and a half back every week. That's just the routine. That's just how it goes now. Yeah. And having that strict principle is what will bring you farther because for me i wasn't focused on i wasn't focused on the clout i I mean mind you i was paying attention to the numbers but i wasn't worrying about like looking cool i wasn't worrying about like being talked about i just wanted to keep going because i knew i would see results at some point no matter who was seeing mind you the people who reached out to me and messaged me and followed me it's like like a dream literally like a surreal dream but it, it's just not even focusing on it. It's just having the blinders on and just going straight ahead, not giving a flying fuck about what anyone thinks or what anyone else is doing. Mind you, it's always good to be kind and supportive and always be uplifting and positive. But at the end of the day, you are your own person. You have your jobs to take care of. 
you are a different drummer than everybody else in the world. That's the beautiful thing about everybody being different, about there being so many drummers in the world. Everybody has something to bring to the table. Everybody has their own spice. Nobody is the same. There's not two of the same thing. That is the wonderful thing about the world in music. So many people bring their own soul into what they do with their craft. Yeah. And that, and that, that's absolutely amazing. So as long as you focus on what you have going on, you got to get this done. You know, this person got up to the, those followers, that person got that endorsement. That's cool. Good for them. Awesome. But I'm going to keep doing my thing because my time will come one day. You know what I'm saying? That that's the mindset that it's it's dude, a lot easier said than done. And like you said, depression and anxiety, like, dude, like I, I'm a 21 year old kid and everything that I carry on my shoulders now and all the eyes that I have on me is stressful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it's not it's not easy because like now I have to maintain I have expectations to me. I have to maintain a certain work ethic. Or else, what happened to Devin? You know what I mean? So it's like, even though I'll do that, but now it's like, I have all these people expecting me to do that. Well, dude, and so if, makes, if you it fall just short, it <laughs> it, it, like if you fall short on something, it is a much steeper climb to get back to where you were, right? Because yeah. you have all these eyes and, and it's like, oh, well, he didn't do so well. So like you have to fucking really bring it you know, to, to be able to get back to where you were. So dude, I get that. And honestly, all right. So I was, I was thinking about that and what you were just saying about all drummers, uh, bringing a different spice. I was just, um, just a couple hours ago, I was making dinner and I thought of this whole analogy where drumming's kind of like making food, you know, like, you you got your drum kit, you got all your beats and your bars and your tempo and and everything like that. That's all set out. It's like the ingredients. Yeah. Right? Uh now I don't actually know where I'm going with this, so you're you're just oh, I know. for the I'll, journey, I, I, all right? I, I, I <laughs> like, take it from here. You keep going cuz I'm right here with you. I say shit like this to my students. Go ahead. But you got all that, but like as as a beginner, right? You think and you you're literally as a beginner chef, you're just trying to make all this shit edible at the end. Yeah. Right? Yes. So you're yes. just, you know, and same with a, a drummer. They're just trying to get through the fucking song, just trying to put yep. something to it. But yep. the, the more experience you get and the more you start dabbling with spices and fills and, and you know what to reach for to reach your end goal... And the more that you dabble in that stuff, each each chef develops their own taste, right? Exactly. So it's the same thing with drummers in that way. And people will go to restaurants just based off the shelf, the chef, because they really yes. love how they do it. And it's just like having that taste and that flavor. And you can see these days, dude, some of the the, the same guys get all the gigs because of their the their style their their taste behind the kit you know like there's inf infinite amount of room at the top but you have to be at the top like yes that's that's kind of that's kind of it that kind of fell off my whole analogy of spice but you know <laughs> oh no <laughs> no you're good but like i i say the same shit like i mean 
the way I compare it is like, like you said, we have all of our ingredients in front of us. We got all the proper ingredients to make the perfect dish. Mm-hmm. Now it's a matter of how do I combine these, the appropriate amount of each ingredient into this dish to make it moi. Yeah. You know and what the, I'm saying? Like, and it's the timing that, too. It's like, when do you put that like splash of sauce in there or those spices like it makes a difference on how cooked the dish is and you know and when you add them together and all that type of stuff so and that you know that's that's what makes every drummer a little different yeah you know? and what and the only thing that will get you closer to making that perfect dish is practice that's time right. yeah. dedication how bad do you want to make that perfect dish how bad do you want to see those people smile when they take that first bite how bad do you want to see those people go hard in the crowd the first rim shot that you crack when you're beginning your set live? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. the, the, it all revolves around each other. So, dude, I absolutely love that. I love that analogy. I yeah. think that's absolutely awesome. It makes a, it makes total sense. And also, man, like, for me, it's kind of, I, I think of, a, like, what makes me laugh at, at, at a drummer like in a positive way in a good way like what makes me laugh like that shit is so ridiculous and then break that down break down what he's doing and it's kind of like eating another uh, uh, chef's dish and trying to figure out what he put in it and exactly. how he made it right so literally yeah. like, I'd suggest that to any any musician is listen to your favorite bands listen to the guys yes. who inspire you and literally yes. write down on a page like there there's song structures like how things flow how things make you feel and yeah. and kind of use that as a, a rough guide when you're creating music right and even just That's having it on did, paper man. yeah dude yeah. i i still to this day i i don't really write stuff down as much i have a, a mental uh notepad but uh, <laughs> right on. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, I'm constantly analyzing stuff. And I think I talked about it in the, one of the previous episodes recently, uh, about like this band that I just fell in love with, man. I can't stop listening to this, this pop punk band. Like, I, I, I grew up on pop punk, but like that, yeah. I've been a metalhead for like 15 years. And now yeah. I recently got so into pop punk. And what are they one, called? Uh, the band's called Rome. R O A M. They're from the UK. Okay. They released okay. three records, but um, the middle one, I think it's the 2017 record, um, is it, just absolutely incredible. I can't stop listening to it. And I broke it down to it like, um, it, dude, 100%. It's the drumming. The drumming controls everything on that record. It controls the emotion, the energy, like everything about it comes from the drums. And it's just, it blew my mind. You strip those drums away it. and it's just like, there's there's nothing to it. Yeah. So it's still, it's still, still really well written and the vocals are like super catchy and, and everything. But yeah. dude, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll shoot you a link to that afterwards because please, I, dude, yeah, I cannot stop listening to it, man. It's the catchiest fucking thing on earth, dude. Oh, dude, I love that. But when you find a song, dude, I'm the type of person that when I find a song, okay, uh, Contraband by Make Them Suffer is a good example. They released Contraband with uh, Courtney, I'm gonna mispronounce her last name, Laplante or Laplante, Laplante from Spirit Box, yeah, no, Spirit um, Box, yeah. Uh, they released a song called Contraband, and dude, I listened to it for the first time. I was like, nah. And then I listened to it again while I was driving, 
And I listened to it probably for three weeks straight, just like nonstop binge mode. And that's how I learn. That's honestly, that's how I learn all my songs that I have to like yeah. learn for session gigs, you know, hollow front parts, or if I'm recreating part, like, cause you know, we'll like demo, I'll do demo drums and I'll like create the skeleton of the song, but then won't listen to it for another five months. till I have to track drums again. And then it's like, Okay, now I gotta binge listen to this again. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. I'm I'm doing that right now. I gotta re-listen to a whole record to to track soon. So, oh uh, yeah, like for the second time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the joys of being a drummer, dude. I know. I'm I'm almost at the point where like I I'm not like a a hater of MIDI drums or anything like that. But, um, and I don't, we've talked about it a couple times out here, but having a drum podcast and then talking about, uh, oh yeah, no, I love MIDI drums. Every drum should just be, <laughs> just to be MIDI, it'd be better. Like, it doesn't make any sense, right? I would um, but, band. Like, if you're in a band and you're like, oh man, we really want live drums, but it's an extra, like... 1500 bucks or two grand or whatever like if the the additional time cost for the studio the engineer and then if you hire a session drummer like myself yeah and then it's like oh he's where he's tracking five songs that's like blah 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 per song that's an extra so a lot of bands will just do midi drums which respect do your thing bands today like uh i don't know if fit for a king on their new album if it's midi drums or not but i know like a lot of their previous records midi drums yeah. so many big all MIDI drums. Dude, I know like Oceano had at least one record, all MIDI. Like yeah. MIDI fucking bass too. Like before I, before I joined Hollowfront, uh Still Life, that EP is all MIDI drums, and Home Record is all MIDI drums. Uh and then Loose Threads is all live tracked, and uh the new record that we'll be putting out is all live tracked. Sick, man. Sick. When's that uh, new album set to be released? after new year for sure uh so we just dropped a new song called treading water mm -hmm. and uh we're releasing a music video for that soon and then we will be releasing another song before europe uh we're playing in europe with era in february oh, and sick, I'm, I'm pretty sure right after that tour or maybe right before that tour we're announcing the new album i don't I don't know. That would be but, that would be a great I, idea before the tour would yeah. be. <laughs> would that, our, our label has a pretty solid plan, I'm sure, that I'm not aware of. Yeah, um, you, you just play drums, it's fine. But the marketing, you know, guy in you is probably like, ah, we should probably do that before the tour, and, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But dude, um, touring with Era, like, dude, that their latest record is fucking unreal, man. Like Insane. I, I never really knew the band, and I saw a, a bunch of like Facebook groups I'm a part of for production and everything. Uh, kept talking about them, and I was like, "Fuck, I got all right. I guess I gotta check them out." And I put on that new record. Holy fuck, man! Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of of Gent or anything like like that. The new Genty stuff because when it first came out. I was, it just got, it was an overload of shit, right? And I play yeah, epic, yeah, yeah. extreme power metal, death metal. So I was like, ah, no, fuck this, this stupid yeah. math stuff. Uh, but, <laughs> um, but it's really evolved into something super fucking cool. And yeah. that, that album is like, 
fuck, I can't, I can't stop listening to that either. Like, it's so cool and like strangely creative. Like, it, yeah. it, it actually blew me away. Some of the parts, I was like, holy fuck, that is so Dude, fucking so they cool, man. They recorded that at the same studio that we just recorded our new album at. And uh, Carson and Grant are the engineers um, oh, who sick. own the studio. And dude, they're they're awesome. They're very, very awesome. Very talented. Their creative input is outstanding, especially uh, Grant when it comes to, you know, vocals like him working with uh, Tyler and Dakota helped a lot. Just a lot of new ideas because our, our music is very heavy and bouncy and technical and whatnot but also at the same time we wanted to bring that like that that like melody and those those harmonies and shit that'll give you like chills and it'll make you think about your ex and like cry and shit you know what i'm saying like <laughs> yeah bring those emotions you, out of you oh no, dude we want to bring the feels but at the same time we want you to bounce bounce bounce, bounce you know what i'm yeah, saying like yeah. you want to get people like dancing that, yeah dude yeah, yeah yeah we want we want sex, sexy metalcore sexy metalcore um, oh yeah <laughs> that's um, great man <laughs> I love it. But Carson and Grant are absolute beasts. And uh the new Like Moss to Flames uh album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if you if you've taken a listen to that, they they did that album as well. And there's some banging ass tracks um uh, on their latest record. I mean their previous records and shit like that slap as well, but I was a big fan of their newest one. This yeah. new record was I'll, fucking yeah. I'll have to check it out. I know that um uh, previous podcast uh, guest Bruce, Bryce, I can't believe I fucked that up. I've been talking to him like every day. Uh, Bryce Butler from Shadow of Intent. Uh, oh, they track, nice. They track their new record, uh, the drums, um, at that studio as well with those guys. Ah, so, yeah, dude, those guys are are cleaning up right now. So, like all the fucking heavy records that are being done in the states. They everyone goes to them, man. I'm telling you, they just they, they got the magic touch, baby. You know what I'm saying? That's sick, man. Yeah, dude. I, all the stuff that I've heard from them has been fucking killer, dude. Killer. Yeah, so they killed that, it. That, they might, kill it. that must have been pretty exciting, man. Getting to go down there and work with some of the big dogs. Dude, well, it honestly like a really big change of pace. Like, I mean, a lot of the stuff that I have coming up is a big change of pace for me. Very not used and we're working with engineers like uh Carson and Grant, like tracking drums with them. Like we did twelve songs in three days. Fuck, and it was it was just it was a it was I wanna say it was easy because the fucking songs are hard and there's so many patterns. No wonder no wonder you're not a big metalcore fan, Corey, because <laughs> there's so many goddamn patterns. That's it, man. I just play or like the just straight double kick over that beat. Done. It's like it's always just something, especially Lee, our lead guitarist. Uh, and he he's a big uh, he, he he really holds reins when it comes to songwriting, um, just the structure of it in general. He's he's super talented. The patterns he comes up with. I had to sit in in, in atrium uh, Carson and Grant studio. I would sit in front of their desktop, like you know, we'd get through a couple songs, and there'd be a song where there's just like uh, there was this one song. There's one song on the record where there's a pattern like. Like it's like 
all all over the fucking place. Yeah, and then it, I'm it just, changes every I'm, bar I'm, and a half. <laughs> like, kid you not, I'm sitting at the desktop, like staring at the huge screen. I'm just like, bada 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 bada. Like literally for like ten minutes, just I wouldn't shut the fuck up, and they were laughing. And uh, <laughs> I nailed it. I got it. I got it. After I did that for ten minutes, I just mouthed the parts. Go down, play it, it's done. But dude, like tracking with them seriously was it, it was a huge pleasure. And uh the DW kit that I got to track on too was mucho gorgeous. Ooh. That's yeah. fuck, man. D- DW collector series and uh dude, mint. Fucking mint. I've gotten to play on a, a really nice ten thousand dollar DW kit once in my life, and it was uh it was it was glorious. Uh the show did not go very well, but I had a blast. Uh, I bet you had a blast. <laughs> I bet I would. Shit. Yeah, man. Uh, no, it's just like so many problems with triggers and stuff. I'm like, why am I triggering this, this beautiful? Oh, like, man. Uh, that's why. That's why I'm so glad I don't use triggers because my my buddy Austin uh, Austin Archie from Lorna Shore, he he was having some trigger issues on the previous run they just did with my other friends and left to suffer, mm-hmm. and um. Yeah, just I, all my friends who use triggers, they always run into a problem live. And I'm just like, I'm so happy that I don't use triggers. <laughs> well, I will say that like stuff like Lorna Shore, um, you, A, you need, to, you need you triggers. Need you need, you need triggers, it. man. You and uh, at least the, the live stuff that I saw, uh, <laughs> everything seemed to be fucking bang on. So, oh, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. that was good. Maybe they fix it in post. Who knows? But, uh, you know. There's always magic that happens whenever they do those live recordings, those live videos. Yeah. There's always there's always shit that's edited and stuff. But it's all right because it's all still live. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Oh, dude, but you also, can tell his, his drums were, were live. Like, Oh, dude. 100%. Austin is one of the most talented drummers that I know. And he is a hell of a friend. I love that man with all of my heart. I've been going through some stuff when it comes to just like session gig offers and and stuff like that. And, you know, um, I, I'm always able to go talk to him. He's like, a he's like a big brother to me. You know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, dude, I, I love that man with all my heart. Him and his band are doing fucking amazing. And when he, he, he came out and he stayed a couple days, uh, when we, we're at Carson and Grant's and that's when me and him really got tight. Um, and he showed me to the hellfire in, uh, in the, in the van, or I think it was his car. Yeah. in his car, we were driving to go get, go get some, some vapes. And, uh, he plays it and he's like, I don't know, man. He's like, I, he's like, I don't know how people are going to feel about this, man. He's like, I'm, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Dude. And, and I just looked at him. And as soon as you got that, the, yeah, 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 yeah. like, fucking, it's just, I'm like, dude, like, the deathcore scene is going to eat, eat that shit up. It's going to eat that shit up. And I was right. And he, and he fucking knows too, that son of a bitch. He knows. He's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, you were right. You were right. All right. You were right. Shit's good. <laughs> I, Dude, I love him. All right. The internet fucking broke that day, man. Anybody who is into fucking heavy music in general, I feel like 
Yeah. Dude, it, it, everybody was talking about it. And even like guys that I know that are not fans of, of deathcore or even like a lot of death metal were like, they yo, you hear that shit? That's fucked uh, up. And I'm like, yeah, I know. It's fucked up. <laughs> I was like, it's uh, fucking awesome is what it is. Yeah, right. Dude, I crank that shit. If I don't listen to it um, for like two days, I'll be like, all right, I got I to gotta toss that on. That EP, ever since it came out, like there's like a, about 48 hours. If I don't, usually I do. Usually I'll listen yeah. to it once. Just, dude, it's sick, man. If I'm ever having a bad time or I'm driving somewhere, I'm like, put that shit on. Those three songs fucking get me pumped. I fucking, dude, it's next level. It's next level shit, man. I love it. I'm very proud of those boys. Yeah, man. And like, um, I remember seeing them. They they were touring with Fit for an Autopsy, I think, uh, a couple years back. Um, and seeing them then, and I was like, these guys are good shit. Like, I can see this this being something a lot bigger than where they're at now. Um, and then. When uh, their last full length, uh, what Immortal, came out uh, at the beginning of 2020, I was like, "All right, here we go. This shit is like getting yeah, real, yeah. real tasty." And then, dude, this this EP, I, I can't wait for the new record. I hope they just like keep keep going down the path they're going, man. Oh, dude, you you won't be disappointed. Sick, I promise. They they're on top of the shit, and they got Schroeder. Dude, they got yeah. Mr. Schroeder on their on their side. They're they're Gucci. You know they're Gucci. Yeah. My boys will be good. <laughs> Absolutely, man. All right. 100%. Well, all right. Fuck all those guys for now, though. Fuck um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that. We're no. We're talking about about you, about Hollow Front. <laughs> I'm I'm definitely, dude. I'm blessed to be able to just do what I love and to like you know my biggest thing is I want to inspire people when you know when i'm on the road even people who follow me online and shit like anything is possible yeah a- anything is possible and i mean there's there's more stuff that i can't talk about right now um that's just like mind blowing to me uh like a lot a lot of the shit honestly like the vicverse shit peisty the new sjc kit like Dude, that kid looks sick. Dude, Dude thank you. It's surreal. Fantastic too. Like, thank you, bro. Yeah. It's a beauty. I fucking love that kit more than anything. That yeah. that's my new baby. Dude, it was, it was so strange too. Um, how how? Because I do notice like on your socials that like you do like breed positivity. At least for me, uh, look like seeing your stories and your posts and everything like that. And when I saw the video of you revealing your new kit and everything that's going on, like I was fucking smiling. Like I had just gotten a new kit, man. I was like, so pumped for you. I was like fucking SJC, man. Like that, that's so fucking huge. Like I've been eyeballing you, those kits for so long. I'm a, I'm a Mapex artist, so I probably shouldn't be there saying you go. that. But, and I just got a beautiful new kit too, a Saturn five kit. And I'm, Super pumped on it. It looks fucking deadly. But uh man, I was I was so pumped and seeing that new kit and you playing it was like fuck. 
I I love that feeling, man. I just I could sense the feeling of that you had, like getting behind that new kit and hitting that. Like fuck, so sick, dude. Nothing man. beats it. Nothing beats the feeling of playing on a new kit. I swear to God. Honestly, for me, it's like playing on any kit that I'm not familiar with is like it makes me so happy. Just like playing any new drum set brings me like a spark of excitement. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even just even just going to Guitar Center, <laughs> just like sitting down, I feel like a little kid, just being like. Oh, I want to shred it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, dude. And like, I completely changed my setup when I got this kit. I set it up like, nice. on my rack, how I had it. And I was like, nah, fuck this. I tore my whole rack apart. First time I've probably done that in like seven years. And uh, I reset the whole thing up. And it was like, I don't know, man. It, it, it bred new life. Like, I feel myself playing better now. And I'm more like, that's awesome. Passionate about um, what I'm playing too, so I'm I'm absolutely loving it, man. And good for you, brother. That's good. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, man. I Fuck I like yeah. drums. I don't know. <laughs> hey, we're talking drums. That's right. You know what I'm saying? That's right, baby. All right, all right. So so getting into the big big topic of the day, man. I uh, I saw a more recent video that you released. Uh on was it like july 19th i wrote it down here yeah released in 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 july that was a new chapter yeah uh where you were literally there's no sample replacement nothing and is that kind of like a response to some of the uh the hate you got for sampling your drums in in past videos I think for me, like what put the cherry on top, because what I was doing, like, and mind you, I do not know anything about like editing drums. I don't know anything about the engineer side of things. So for me, when I started making my content, it was like, okay, there's a studio, there's a dude that wants to like make consistent content with me. It's not too expensive. I can do this consistently. Like, let's do it. And then it grew into a brand where it's like people were starting to like, you know, really pay attention. And so he, in the process, would like have my drums be edited and stuff like that and whatnot. And, you know, he would try different things and do different stuff and just wasn't sounding, you know, there are videos where the kit wouldn't sound natural, videos where the kit sounded spot on video. So it was just like, you know, I, for the points where I'm at in my music career, I just don't need to like, I don't know, like my my goal at first was like I wanted my drums to be like a song quality, like something you'd hear on a record. I wanted it to just be drums and mm-hmm. but just like great fucking quality and yeah. for it to look good as fuck. Yeah. And for that to happen, you need to have, you know, mixing, sample replacements being blended in, shit like that. Like yeah. that's what they do on everybody's favorite record that has live drums. That's what happens. Yeah. I don't care who um, you are, there's there's samples blended in there. Oh so. yeah, it's a hundred percent. Doesn't mean they're not playing it. It just means there's just yeah. getting some more tone out of it, a better sound. Yeah. Um, that's it. So for me, I think what really put the nail in the coffin, uh, Craig Reynolds from Stray from the Path put out this video. Um, this like it, it was after he did a reaction video to my 300 BPM video that I put out. And he did a reaction to it where it was like 10 minutes long and he just trolled everybody and didn't say anything for like 10 minutes. There were like 50 ads. And so his whole fan base took it as he was like, fuck Devin, he sucks. So they're all like, oh, you're fake. Your playing's fake. You suck. 
this and that, like all this shit. And then after that, he put out, and he was nice enough to do this. He made like a in defense of Devin Attard video um, where he basically was just talking about like, okay, he's playing this shit. He's a good drummer. It's just he's working with a bad engineer that doesn't know really what he's doing when it comes to editing drums or recording drums. So for me, I was like, okay, I need to do something a bit, just a bit different, just to get a different sound that I want. And you know what I'm saying? Just a whole new vibe to my drum videos, just something way more raw and natural. It still looks good. It's visually pleasing, but like the sound is like what, like what you hear is what you get. Like that's, that's what I did. If I fuck up a little bit, if you're a stick click, like that's, that's what happens when you're a human being, you know what I mean? So like, I just want to be from here on out, especially like, like drum content that I put out while I'm on the road in between drum cams and shit like that. Like I want people to see like the raw dynamic, what goes into drumming, like the, the fuck ups, the, the good things, like how things are supposed to sound. You know what I mean? Like, I I think that's a better refer for the point that where I'm at now within this new chapter of my music career, I feel like that's appropriate for me to do because the more transparent that I am, the more real that I am, the happier that my following will be. So I want to be as true and raw with my following and my fans as I can. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because that's that's all they deserve. Like I just fucking love playing drums. That's that that's my only thing, dude. I just love doing what I do. Yeah. And and people choose to support that, then I want to do my best and put my all into what I do so they're satisfied and them being satisfied and being happy and finding joy out of something that I create makes my life. That makes that that brings my life purpose. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, it was, I just needed a change of sound and uh, just had to work with just some some shifts. You know what I mean? I had to make a shift in my, my uh, who I was working with and how I was working. Um, so, yeah, man, made, made that change and uh, just rocking out content before I uh, get out on the road. I got some, some videos stocked up, so Sick. we're good to go, man. Yeah, dude, That's coming awesome. back home. You can keep it rolling. That's sick, dude. And honestly, man, that's um. So I had this conversation with a good friend of mine who's also an, an audio engineer, and he he plays drums, but he also he's he's mainly like a guitar player and bass player. And I threw your name out there to him. I was like, "Yo, this this guy is fucking crushing it." And he's like, "Oh yeah, like I heard some shit about like everybody was hating on him because he was just sample replacing everything." And I'm like what what's wrong with that (laughs) like i was like this like you have to think about it man not everybody is an amazing audio engineer right so in my head i'm like that's smart he made his shit stand out he put it out there and he's just like yeah like he wanted shit to sound good and he did it a lot of people would just stick a mic in the room or use fucking i've seen guys just use cell phone audio and shit for all their videos like no man this guy put in the fucking effort and the time to make his shit sound fucking good like yeah like it it may be sample replaced but he's still fucking playing that stuff man like it's still crushing and then i saw a a video of you uh playing outside i guess for like a video shoot or something and it was just raw audio and i was like see that shit's fucking tight as hell 
<laughs> I was you, like, man. you're still hitting fucking hard. It's not like you're tappity tapping and stuff, man. Like, nah, man. It it sounds, you know, it sounds fantastic, dude. So like I I applaud you for that, Thank man. You. And and Thank I you, I love it. I you know, I'm I'm all about samples, man. Make make shit sound good. That's it. That's what I'm saying. Especially yeah. like I don't a record like like i don't care what anyone says there's not i mean unless it's like in the 70s or you're like a stoner punk rock band like yeah <laughs> every every fucking well-engineered produced band has sample replacements on their live drums like that's just it's just how it fucking goes and, I, and so for me with what i'm doing like obviously that that'll always happen for like Holofront records or any you know record that i track on for another band um, but for my drum videos, I'm just going to keep it raw. And like, literally my, my drums are, I track them. There's no editing, uh, for the, the video that I just posted, um, with the new kit, there's like no mixing. It was literally just what I tracked and then done. Like that's it. So that's sick, man. No, I feel like that's just that, that, that's the new route. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing, the one thing I'll say is, do you use any room mics? Because your your kit just sounds so tight, it, it was like incredible to hear like just how how tight that kit sounds, you know. There's two room mics. It's just a really small room. Okay, all right. It's a very small room with high ceilings. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah absolutely. So it's I'm, very like it's very just consolidated and like there's like you go in there and it's yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's just silent. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's dope. I, I I love the 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 room that I'm tracking now for for uh, for my drum videos. It's absolutely dope. I love Dude, it. It looks sick, man. I love the aesthetic Thanks. of it. And yeah, I'm I I would love to hear what it sounds like. Uh, is it is it uh, around the Detroit area, like close to your house? Grand Rapids, three hours away. So no. <laughs> Shit, Grand Rapids. Every so now, every time I go to the every time I go to the studio to film content and track, I have to drive three hours there and three hours back. Shit, dude. Um, and that's and that's an example of dedication. <laughs> yeah, man. I got. Uh, I actually got a buddy who's about. I want to say it's about forty-five minutes because I've had to do the drive to Detroit and back uh, from his studio. Uh, yeah. uh, in in Michigan, there it's I've recorded there twice. It's really it's really nice, cool place. Uh, if you're ever That's looking cool. for, um, the the studio is called Clean as Dirt Studios. Oh. Um, it's the vocalist guitar player for the Native Howl. If you've heard of those guys, they're like uh, uh they're I thrash like grass. Thrash grass is what they play. Oh, I feel like, okay, when I was like 15, 16, 17, playing in the Detroit local scene, I saw they always had ads on Facebook all over the place. The thrash grass, or like... Yeah, thrash grass, um, man. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's sick dudes. We we ended up doing like four shows. I played a, uh, I, I played nice. for a, a death country band up here. And uh, when they rolled through Canada, we ended up doing four shows together and we became super close and went down nice. gone over to his studio uh, to do a couple of different sessions. And man, I, I love traveling uh, to go to the studio. Like it's yeah. just, uh, and like staying in the environment and like we we're there yeah, for man. like just a week and no showers. No, no, no. I, 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 I definitely used to shower, but man, I just love that, 
just like being there and you're that just vibe. you're that the vibe of the studio is so cool. Like I love having a studio in my house and everything that I can record yeah. like that. But if I'm doing an album, man, I want to get out. I want to get into a different space. Oh yeah. Right? Like it's like just to be able to be creative. And I've done it before where I could track everything here, but then I call up my buddy and I'm like, hey, can I come by your studio and can you help me engineer this shit? Because I just want to get into a different space. And like I gotta tear down my kit, drive it an hour away. Like but I'll do that because I feel like I need the the creative energy of a different environment. Yeah. You know? It so. brings a whole different vibe out of you, man. Like the inspiration alone from it, just from the the environment, it, it plays a big difference in in your drumming, I swear. Like for when we were tracking the new record and going to Pennsylvania to Atrium and doing that, like that in itself just made me just play better. Cause I was just like, I'm fired up to be out here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, dude, hundred percent, man. Like we did we did the same thing back in like two thousand what fourteen, I guess now. Fuck. Uh, we went <laughs> to, to Montreal to, to track a record and we were all there for two weeks. And man, that that was tough, man. Doing a whole album front to back, everything in two weeks. That's uh, hard. It's hard, yeah. And we had there there was two um sections of the studio. It was all it was a, a all built out of a house, right? So the main level we are tracking guitars and everything like that. And then uh in the basement we are doing vocals all at the same time. And then we could switch we had uh clean and uh screaming vocals. So we like switch vocalists. So we were able to keep everybody uh consistent. Nobody yeah. got burnt out. But what killed us was we track drums and then they have to edit the drums and make sure they're solid before we do guitars. So yeah. we had like two or three days of just downtime in the middle of the winter in Montreal. It's like, yeah, fuck. that's rough. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, wouldn't, wouldn't change it for anything, man. Those, uh, those were some great times with some of my best friends. So man, hell yeah, man. Yeah. I can't wait to uh, get back in the studio and do it some more, man. Yeah. Right on. That's sick, dude. Um, yeah, man, I think that's a pretty rad place to kind of wrap things up, man. Um, I don't honestly, I don't want to continue the whole fucking sample debate because we <laughs> did. I think, um, this when we're talking, uh, it is what, uh, August 30th, I think yes. today we we dropped the episode with uh, Dan Preslin from Neobla Viscaris, and oh, we nice. started to get into the trigger debate so if you want to hear a little bit of that go check out that episode. <laughs> okay but Ellie. man like i was like dude it, it is 2021 are we really trying to defend using triggers at this point like fuck off <laughs> dude, it's so fucking stupid anyone who talks shit about it it's like you're insecure about something and you you need to go fix it yeah man like this sounds like a you problem like it's like, oh, you're mad. You you hate triggers because your feet aren't clean enough to use them because it'll bring out all of your imperfections. Is that is that why you hate triggers? Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> like, yeah, man. I think we every time we should flip the flip the switch on them and be like, no, man, you you're not using triggers, you fucking pussy. Like, come right? on. <laughs> 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 i love it yeah dude awesome man well thanks for uh coming on and chatting with me man dude, it's uh it's you. been it's been a blast man i can you know i, I feel more positive now i feel so much better 
about myself just after talking to you, man. Like this is this is a lot of fun, dude. We'll have to do it again. A fantastic time, Corey. Dude, I can't I can't thank you enough, man. I'm glad that I was able to talk drums before this trip. Yeah. Get dude. my get my drum nerdiness out of me. <laughs> Absolutely, man. All Thanks. right, dude. Uh well, take care, brother. Thank you, man. <laughs> we'll be talking soon, 100 <laughs> percent Thank you for listening to the We're Talking Drums podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, then please share with your friends and tag us on social media. If you would like to get involved in the conversation even further, then join us on our Facebook community group page. Thanks again, and keep drumming.